Welcome to This Week in Engineering. I'm Jim Anderton, Multimedia Content Director at Engineering.com. On today's episode, 5G threatens aircraft systems and fourth-generation microreactors move forward. Today's episode is brought to you by Engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on Engineering.com TV today. It's not very often that a new type of communications technology creates safety issues in a completely unrelated industry, but this week the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration imposed restrictions on flight operations using some types of aircraft radar altimeters that are close to 5G mobile service areas. 5G, the current state-of-the-art in wireless technology, operates in C-band radio frequencies, and commercial aircraft operators, airports, and global aviation authorities are concerned that 5G radiation may interfere with the operation of aircraft altimeters during safety-critical flight operations, especially during approach and landing in poor visibility. U.S. 5G services launched widely on January 19th, and at that time, 62% of the U.S. commercial aircraft fleet carried altimeters approved for low-visibility approaches in 5G deployment areas. The remaining will operate with restrictions on low or zero visibility landings. The FAA has published a list of airports with potential interference issues, and it includes major hubs such as New York and Chicago, to mitigate the highly disruptive effects of nationwide flight cancellations into airports where weather is a significant factor. The agency has aggregated 5G transmitter location and power level information from wireless companies and shared this data with the avionics industry. A limited workaround has been developed to use some GPS-guided approaches at some airports, and the FAA has developed a process called the Alternative Method of Compliance for airlines to test their altimeters for reliability in a noisy 5G environment. 5G is not new, and other nations such as Japan and France have already rolled out significant 5G services without disruption to their aviation sectors. In France, for example, 5G signal strength is two and a half times lower than in the U.S., and 5G safety buffer zones around airports are restricted to interference over the last 96 seconds of final approach compared to in the U.S. France requires that 5G antennas also be angled downward to minimize interference. Mitigation efforts in the U.S. are expected to be similar, at least in the short term, while the FAA approves avionics and test procedures to clear more aircraft types. Most Airbus and Boeing aircraft are already cleared, with one notable exception at press time, Boeing's flagship, the 787 Dreamliner. Regional jets, the backbone of the increasingly point-to-point -point system used today, are still under study by the FAA. It's unknown how long it will take before all current equipment is approved for low-visibility landings, but the telecom industry is cooperating in the short term with reduced power levels around airports. We'll report back when the FAA announces a definitive solution. CO2 reduction targets set by the Paris Accords have injected new life into technology that was once in decline, nuclear fission. While conventional light water and pressurized heavy water reactors have been run successfully for over half a century, capital costs are very high, both through the scale of the project and the need for complex engineering to ensure safety. A new generation of small modular reactors offers hope for more favorable economics with enhanced safety, and South Korea-based Hyundai Engineering has announced a $30 million equity stake in Seattle-based Ultrasafe Nuclear Corporation to develop and commercialize USNC's novel reactor design. Ultrasafe has developed a high-temperature gas-cooled reactor using a graphite moderator and a single-pass uranium fuel cycle. 
The company claims coolant outlet temperatures of up to 750 C, allowing practical use for tasks other than thermal electricity generation, including process heat and hydrogen production through a thermochemical sulfur iodine cycle. The key enabling technology for the reactor design is in the fuel. UltraSafe's design uses tristructural isotropic, or TRISO, fuels, which encapsulate small pellets of fissionable material in layers of graphite and silicon carbide. Encapsulation of the fuel not only eliminates the safety risks of fire or chemical reaction, but it allows UltraSafe to preload fuel into a reactor core during factory assembly, with no need for on-site refueling for the life of the reactor. Encapsulated fuel and careful reactor geometry makes the system intrinsically safe, greatly reducing overall system cost through the elimination of control rods and their associated actuators and backup systems that poison the reactor. In Canada, the provincial electricity generator Ontario Power Generation has entered into a joint venture with the company to install a 5-megawatt electrical reactor at a test site in Chalk River, Ontario, the centre of Canadian nuclear research. OPG plans to use the technology for electricity generation, although the system's transportability and lack of reliance on a large body of water for cooling makes it practical for process or space heating applications in remote areas of the country as well. If it proves cost-effective, the future of nuclear may be as much about heat as it is about power. Well, that's it for this week's episode of This Week in Engineering. To check out these podcasts as videos, visit engineering.com TV. If you like this show, consider joining engineering.com to get personalized story recommendations, follow the topics you care about, and participate with the global engineering community. Thanks for tuning in.